From the Financial Times in Paris, I'm Harriet Agnew and this is FT News. It's just over two weeks since independent centrist Emmanuel Macron was elected President of France. The attention turned quickly to next month's legislative elections where he must try to secure a majority. Mr. Macron has named a new Prime Minister, unveiled his debut cabinet and now is trying to push through the reforms he promised. First up is the job market. Mr. Macron vowed to push through a reform bill by governmental decree by September. Meanwhile, Marine Le Pen and her Front National Party, which lost out to Mr. Macron in the second round, are in disarray as they contemplate the party's future. With me to discuss all of this is Paris Bureau Chief Anselvain Chassenet and Paris correspondent Michael Stoddart. So Anselvain, what does Macron's new Prime Minister and his new cabinet tell us about his strategy? Well, since his election, President Macron has moved fast to dispel doubts that he would only be a young version of President François Hollande, his unpopular mentor and predecessor at the Élysée. And he wants to prove that the right and the left divide was no longer politically relevant. His election as president, as you may recall, was not enough to do so because he won the presidency largely because voters from the right and the left sought to bar Mrs. Le Pen from power, not because they backed his program or ideas. So completing the disruption of French politics or weakening the established mainstream parties from right and left is key for him especially because he has yet to win a majority in Parliament in legislative elections in June. So a few days after his inauguration, he appointed Philippe Edouard, the centre-right mayor of Le Havre, as prime minister. It's a good move because it neutralises the moderate centre-right factions in the Republican Party. Monsieur Edouard is close to Alain Juppé, the moderate presidential hopeful who lost out to François Fillon in Republican primaries in November. Then he appointed Bruno Le Maire as economy minister, a Europhile conservative from the Republican Party, as well as Gérald Darmanin as budget minister, another centre-right politician. They will work with political novices in the cabinet, such as environmental activist Nicolas Hulot, who is a sort of TV celebrity, as well as centrists such as Sylvie Goulard, who was appointed as defense minister, and former socialist veterans such as Jean-Yves Le Drian, a former defense minister, who was appointed as foreign minister. Do you think Macron is now in a good position to secure a majority next month? Well, all those appointments, especially, you know, defections from the right, are not helping the right-wing Republican Party get ready for legislative elections. After François Fillon's disastrous presidential campaign and his failure to qualify for the presidential runoff, largely because of his legal woes in an embezzlement scandal, the right-wing party had hoped to win a majority in Parliament, especially after five years of unpopular socialist presidency. Well, now, polls show that Monsieur Macron's party, La République En Marche, could actually attract a majority in Parliament. In the first round, polls suggest that they could win more than 30% of the votes on 11th of June, which is the first round. That means that it would be more difficult for other parties to make it through to the second round on the 18th of June, because you need to get at least 12.5% of registered voters in the first round to qualify for the second round. 
And initially, we thought the National Front, the hard left party of Jean-Luc Mélenchon, La France Insoumise, who got 20% of the vote in the first round of presidential elections, and the Republicans would potentially have higher shares of the vote. And so, Michael, Marine Le Pen managed to qualify for the runoff, but she seems to have lost a bit of momentum then. There seems to be a bit of soul-searching about the future direction of the party. Do you think that the Front National is likely to win a decent block of seats in the legislatives? Well, the polls at the moment show her getting around 15, maybe 20 seats in uh, the election, which is obviously a far cry from the perhaps 290 plus the Macron's en marche party is possibly likely to get. But each of these seats, we should remember, comes with money. It also comes with the ability to sit on committees. So it's real power. 15 to 20 wouldn't be a disastrous result at all. Meanwhile, as you say, the party is in one of its periodic bouts of soul searching and they're wondering whether they should go back to their core anti-immigration message or do they continue with this statist approach that they've adopted in recent years, which is defined by this policy of leaving the euro. And this is symbolised by a brewing policy feud between Marine Le Pen, the party leader, and the number two, who's the architect of leaving the euro, Florian Philippot. Philippot has said he'll quit the party if she drops the policy of leaving the euro. He's already said he's starting his own movement called the Patriots. We have to remember Macron started En Marche as just a movement, but it became a party. So we can see the fault lines of a split within the Front National in the coming weeks and months. Le Pen, meanwhile, has been signalling that the policy of leaving the euro may have been a mistake. So you see this divergence, which is uh, very clear. Probably nothing will happen here until after the legislative elections. But there is clearly a serious battle brewing here. And Anselvin, labour market reform is at the top of Macron's agenda. Um, What's his strategy here and what sort of reception do you think is he going to get from France's powerful unions? Yes, the job market bill is going to be Macron's first big test of legitimacy and it will test his resolve to reform France. It's very important, as you know, because he wants to be able to show to Germany that France is reforming before trying to get some kind of deal on the pan-European investment program with Germany. So he's probably going to face stiff opposition from unions, but there are a few positive elements at the moment that increase the chances of success. One is that the powerful CFDT, which is the most reformist union in France, has become the largest union in the country in March in company elections. So they have now the largest number of representatives in companies. And the head of the CFDT is called Laurent Berger, and he's broadly in agreement with Macron's desire to decentralize decisions from the national level to company level, decisions on working hours and wages. So even though it's going to be pretty tough negotiations and President Macron wants to move very fast, 
he's got a pretty interesting and positive union leader who could help. That said, the powerful CGT union, now the second largest in the country, has said it was completely opposed to any type of reforms. So there will be protests in the streets and it will be a really good test, especially in the rentrée in September for President Macron. Thank you very much for listening and thanks to Anselvain and Michael. If you'd like to read more on this story, please visit www.ft.com forward slash French election. Selling a little? Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.